For The Girl Fam, it is finally February, and that means that it is For The Girl Tour Month. It's happening as we speak, basically, and there's still time for you to check out if we're coming to a city near you and to grab your tickets at ForTheGirlTour.com. Yes, it's going to be a big old party, and you do not want to miss it. So grab your flights, go on the road trip, text a girlfriend, make the thing happen, you guys. It's going to be the best ever. We'll see you there in just a couple days. Hey girl, you're listening to the For The Girl podcast, the podcast designed for you. Join Mac and Ken's as they cover all the hard topics for real life girls trying to love Jesus. Get ready for encouragement, truth, and let's be real, a little bit of a hot mess. Is it just me or Mac and Ken's your new best friends? Let's get into the episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the For the Girl podcast. We have so much in store for this episode, so much that I cannot wait to dig into and share with you guys. But to kick things off, we have an amazing, an amazing guy with us today. His name is Eddie, and we are going to be getting to know him a little bit more because he is our lucky guy that is going to be matched made with one of you at our Allen, Texas tour stop. I'm super excited about it. So Eddie, let's just like, we just want to hear your voice first off. Can you like give us a hello? What's up? All the things. Uh, what's up? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Are you like ready to meet your future wife at Fort oh. Tour? Look, if it works out that way, let's go for it, man. I mean, I'm 22, so why not? Why? Why not? Why not? Okay, <laughs> 22. That's a good age. You're young. You got time. But also, hey, we never know what God might want to do. So just to kind of get started, will you tell us a little bit about yourself, where you live, what you do, a little bit about who you are? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm originally from San Antonio, Texas. So Mexican food, Spurs, all the way. It's a vibe. But uh, <laughs> nice. we live, uh, actually, most people don't know what this is. I'll say Waxahachie, Texas. Uh, but because nobody knows where Waxahachie is, I always claim Dallas. And so uh, I live there now. Currently, I just graduated from college about a year and a half ago from SAGU, Southwestern and Somebody's Guy University. And now currently I work at a church in the South Dallas area with Young Adults Next Gen Ministries. So it's been a party for a year now and just vibing out in Waxahachie, Red Oak area. And it's been fun. So that's my life. Wow, that's so awesome. So is this your uh, dream career or what you always imagined yourself doing with your life? Yeah, I mean, I know for me, it's just 100%. Like, I love people. I love doing life with people. I love empowering people. And so that really is what I get to do on a daily basis, I'm meeting with young adults, just doing life with them. And so any job that gives me the ability to operate in that, I'm all for it. And so especially for this season right now, it 100% is my dream job. That's awesome. I love that you're just dedicating your life to God's call on your life and just helping other people come into a deeper relationship with him. That's super awesome. And I want to know a little bit more about kind of just you when it comes to dating, relationships, all the things. So we know you're single. And let's say, you know, you meet a girl, you want to take her on a date. 
What are you taking a girl to do on a first date? Yeah, that's a good question. I think a good coffee date is like, I know that's so cliche, but I think a summer <laughs> date is like 100% the vibe. The reason why is for me, I just love the vibes of coffee shops, but then also it just opens up the door to just so much intentional conversation. It's, so, it's always going to be, let's meet at a coffee shop first, no doubt. Wow. I love it. I love it. What's your go-to coffee drink? Here's the thing, though. Here's the funny thing. <laughs> a coffee drinker. I am. Uh, I tea. Okay. So I'm all about the vibes. I'm all okay. But I'll get you your favorite coffee drink. But I'm definitely going to be sipping on, like, a mint tea with some honey. Like, I'm a basic guy. I won't even lie. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. That's so healthy of you. Yeah, I yeah. love that. I love yeah. that. I'm a singer. I'm a singer. I love, I, I'm a vocalist, lead and worship, all that stuff. And so that's where the T comes in for sure. Oh, okay. Oh, so you're a yeah. singer. Whoa, I'm glad I, we uncovered this. This is awesome. Yeah. So yes. have you lead worship at your church and things like that? I do lead worship at my, at the local church and then periodically I'll travel to go lead worship. Like this past weekend, I was out in Iowa leading worship. So Okay, nice. So like, do we get a sample? Can we get some bars right now? (laughs) Something? (laughs) Come on, Eddie. (laughs) Any true singer is going to say no. Okay, what do y'all want? Yeah, yes, (laughs) yes. Just like, I don't know, your, your favorite song to sing. Let's see. Let's give you some Alicia Keys. Okay. Okay, oh, yes. Some people want it all, but I don't want nothing at all. If it ain't you, baby, if I ain't got you, baby. I'll just give you that. Whoa, <laughs> all the yeah. girls are like just falling yeah. in love as they're listening to this. That was so good. Yeah. That was amazing. It's early too. You were ready to go. Look, um, see, I, I, okay. I have to find my key real quick because I'm not even warmed up, but I always got to. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Okay, Eddie, are you a family guy? Oh, 100%. 100%. So I grew up in single parent household. My mom is like my best friend. And then I have three younger sisters too. And so uh, it's all about family. For the sure. girly gang. The girly gang. Okay, so you're coming on for the girl tour. Are you, I asked previously if you're ready to meet your future wife as a joke. But, you know, where are you at in your uh, future love story? Are you like, hey, let's go. I've been like dating. I'm ready to meet somebody. Are you like, eh, you know, I kind of see myself getting married when I'm 30. You know, where are you at? I definitely don't want to wait till I'm 30. I'll say I'll say that, but not. I was ready. I, I definitely am ready. Like, if the vibes are there, if the chemistry is there, like, truly, my mentality is let's go for it for sure. What's the purpose of holding back? What's the purpose of waiting? If it truly is nice. Okay, well, I'm excited to hook you up with a good. One, we got your back, Eddie. We're we gonna do. be like yes. searching. We're gonna Look. be scanning yes. that lobby. Like who who are we picking from the fifth <laughs> audience to set up with our guy Eddie? <laughs> <laughs>
It's going to be good. Well, thanks so much for joining us, Eddie. And we're so, so excited about our For the Girl tour stop in Texas. And it's happening so soon, which is crazy. It's going to be an awesome night. Guys, not too late to get your tickets to join us for any of our stops that are coming up. And Eddie, we will see you on the night. I know you'll be looking good. I know you'll be bringing your best. I can't wait. You already know. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. All right, guys, let's get into the rest of this episode. All right, For the Girl fam, I'm so excited to tell you about something really cool that we have happening this month with our friends at Operation Christmas Childs. I know you guys have seen those red and green shoe boxes that pop up in the months leading up to Christmas that you fill with all sorts of goodies, and then they get shipped to children all over the world to help share the good news of Jesus. And maybe you thought, man, it's too late. I'm going to have to wait until next year to build one of those boxes. Well, never fear. We're so excited because over the next month, in honor of For the Girl Tour, we are coming together as a For the Girl community and aiming to build 300 online shoe boxes to help spread the gospel all over the world. It's such a fun process. All you have to do is go to the link in the show notes and you can build your own online box. It only costs $25. You get to pick what sort of things you want to put in there. You even get to choose if it's for a boy or for a girl. And then you just put in your information and wham, there you go. It's an incredible way just to kind of share the love of Jesus outwardly and to really begin to step into some tangible ways to be the hands and feet of Jesus. I'm really pumped that we're all coming together and doing this. I can't wait to build my box. I know Ken's can't wait to build her box. And then we can't wait to update you each and every week on the podcast of how many boxes we've built thus far. So I think we have like three right now. So we have a long way to go. Our goal is 300 shoe boxes. So head to that link in the show notes, go build your box and say yes to just sharing the gospel with children all over the world. All right, For the Girl fam, I'm so excited about the conversation that we are getting ready to have, especially excited about the guests that we have today. We have Allison Golden with us today, and you've maybe seen her on Instagram or TikTok. Her account, Words Are Golden. I feel like I have followed you for so long, Allison, (laughs) and I don't – like, you just – it's like words are golden. I just see it on Instagram, brings me joy, brings me happiness all the time. And I'm really excited about today's episode because I think this is relevant for so many, so many women out there. And we're going to be talking to the girl or for the girl who's kind of over reading her Bible. And I think there are all just seasons of our life where if we got really honest with ourselves, we kind of just get in a rut with reading our Bible or with reading scripture. And we just believe in the power of daily time in the word. And we also understand the reality of how hard that can be to do that day in and day out. And so I think this is just going to be such a fun conversation to kind of get us all excited again and get some practical tips and tricks and tools from Allison on how we can just get pumped about getting back in the word 
today even, today, right after this podcast. So before we jump into that conversation though, Allison, love to just have you introduce yourself and just share maybe just a quick synopsis of what you do and kind of like the journey that God has taken you on to bring you to what you're doing now. Yeah. So like she said, my name is Allison Golden and I am actually my occupation is a pediatric nurse. That's what I went to college for. So I still am a part-time nurse. And when I first started out being a nurse, I was kind of looking for a new hobby. And so I started kind of just like messing around with doodling on an iPad and making fun graphics and then ended up being encouraged to start, start sharing them on Instagram and start kind of sharing what I was learning in my quiet time. And that's kind of how Words Are Golden started. And little did I know when I mm. just started sharing these little graphics that are now so embarrassing to look back at and see um, <laughs> what it would turn into today of being able to just encourage women in their faith and now write books and begin to speak a little bit and preach a little bit and just be involved in women's ministry, which I told myself I never would be involved in when I was younger. Um, but it's just crazy how the Lord works and shifts your heart and your mind. And so I also am really involved in the church I attend. My husband and I helped plant it about um, four and a half years ago now. And so he does worship and then I do all our social media and our emails and also just wow. another area where I love being involved in ministry and just being able to, you know, be the church, not just in a building, but mm. out in the community and as a nurse and as a friend and stranger and all the things that I am. So that's a little bit about me. Yeah. So good. I love it so much. I love talking to anybody who is so passionate about their like ministry outwardly through social media and writing studies and doing that whole thing, but then also has local ministry. Like mm. it's a real deal when you get to like really minister to your community and oh my gosh, it, you're authenticity and genuineness it just shows through all the work you do mm -hmm. and in every place your hand touches so I'm just really excited to have this conversation with you and learn from you a little bit of how you stay excited about reading the word yeah. so maybe we could start with this like have you ever been in a season where you felt like it was hard to study God's word or you were dragging your feet to make it happen <laughs> or you just felt like you also were stuck in a rut because of course most people listening to this are probably in that place right now. Yeah, totally. I feel like, I mean, it comes in seasons. I would say right now I'm in the season of on fire for the word. So that's a great place to be in and I'll be able to share a lot more on that in a little bit. But I would say... It was a few years ago that I was really struggling to read the word. I was like on night shift as a nurse. And so my schedule was all mm -hmm. wonky and it was just so hard to actually like carve out the time to do it. And because I wasn't actually carving out the time to do it, then I wasn't reading it all. And so then I wasn't hungry for it or actually craving mm -hmm. it at all. And I also just felt like I was in this place of like comparing myself to other people of mm. like, I don't understand a lot of things in it. I struggle a lot with reading comprehension sometimes. Like I can't just like sometimes read a chapter in a book and just tell you what 
that chapter just said. And so sometimes I'll hear stories in the Bible and I'll be like, oh, wow, I don't remember reading that or I don't remember that name. And so it becomes like intimidating in a way of like, why can't I remember this? Like, why isn't it impacting me when it's impacting all these other people? And so I really just felt like post-grad, I was really in that season of just struggling with the motivation and just feeling really intimidated by it because it's this massive book Mm -hmm. with all these words that can sometimes be confusing. And so it just made me not want to read it because I was like, well, I'm not going to understand it anyways, or they understand it more. So I'll just read their summaries rather than actually reading the word, (laughs) which obviously we all know that We can read all the Bible studies in the world, but reading the Bible is the most important thing we can do. So yeah, yeah, I would say I've definitely been there and it's, it's a hard place to be in, but it's a place that we can easily get out of for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's so real. I love that you kind of just even brought up comparison because I think that's, gosh, that's so true and how comparison can just tell you so many lies and comparison can kind of be like, hey, this is, it can tell you just the lie. It's a waste of time because you're never going to be able to understand it like other people or like it's so much easier for other people. And so I think that's really, really good to think about when maybe you're in a season of not maybe loving reading scripture. It's like getting to the root of why, what's actually Mm -hmm. going on in my heart. What's keeping me, what lies are keeping me from getting into the word and doing this for myself. I think about it a lot. Like, you know, when you haven't been to the gym in a couple of weeks and you start dreading having to go back the first time, Mm -hmm. you're like, it's going to be horrible. It's going to be so hard, all the things. And Sometimes when I get out of a routine with scripture, I almost do the same thing. I'm like, (laughs) oh, it's going to be hard. And I got to kind of like regrow this muscle again. And I think even that can keep me from it sometimes, can keep me from just like doing it, even if it looks different than maybe how it used to look for me in the past. And so I think it's really good just to start with like what's keeping you from it. And I want to know from you, what helped you kind of break that rut? What Mm. was kind of the things you did or the things that God spoke over you that helped to kind of just kind of begin this journey of where you are now of just being on fire for God's word. Yeah. So I would say I kind of realized I needed to be in God's word. I was just kind of really struggling in that time of my life and was looking to all these words of the world to try to, you know, make me feel better, but was realizing that they were in empty and just not helping me Mm. to what I knew God's word would help me get to. And so I honestly just started praying and asking the Lord, like, Lord, get me excited to read my Bible. I want to be excited Mm. to wake up and read my Bible. And I was just kind of leaning on the scripture of like, okay, if I ask the Lord to do something that's according to his word, like he's going to do it. And so I was just believing that the Lord would put a new hunger in my heart to want to read his word. And so I started praying that prayer. And then I also just started trying to implement some spiritual disciplines, you know, waking up 20 minutes earlier than I would normally wake up or, you know, really scheduling a time of prayer in my day or, you know, just being really intentional with actually prioritizing the thing that should be the number one priority in my life when normally I definitely wasn't doing that at all. And so I think it just all really takes, you know, asking the Lord and then really 
disciplining ourselves, but knowing that from that is going to come so much fruit and from that is going to come so much truth. And we will be able to then, you know, speak that truth over our lives and it will really impact us rather than, you know, reading words sometimes that just don't have as much truth to them as God's word does. Yeah, so good. Discipline's a huge part of it. We're all like, oh no, yeah. But it's actually, discipline just brings so much fruit. We can look at every other area of our life and see that to be true too. And it just is 10 times more fruitful when it comes to our time with Jesus. So, okay, so I guess, I don't know how long ago this was, a couple years, whatever. A few years later, here we are now. I think a lot of people probably listening, I'm always curious of this too, have questions of like, okay, what does your quiet time look like? What rhythms do you have that keep you excited for God's word? And I always think of other authors and speakers. I'm like, what do they do? They must spend (laughs) forever in the word. Like, I need to know. And so I'm just curious for you, what does it look like? How do you stay consistent? What are your regular rhythms? What keeps you excited? Yeah. So last year, I would say was like the first year that I truly read my Bible almost every day. Maybe I miss a few, obviously, we're (laughs) human. But I chose to do the Bible in a year plan, and I read the Bible front to back, three chapters a day. And that changed my life. It truly changed my Mm. life to actually read the entire Bible. And so I would usually wake up, I would usually read it in the mornings if for some reason I didn't read it in the mornings, and I would read it in the evenings. But my normal routine is morning time. I wake up, brush my teeth, go make my coffee, and then I sit down to read my Bible. And usually I read for about like 30 to 45 minutes. Um, And obviously, depending on if you have kids or if you're in school or all those things, how long you read your Bible isn't going to say that you're more more holy than someone who doesn't. Like that's just not, Mm. that's a total lie. And just your intention with actually making time to be in God's word. And so Usually what I do is I pray before I read because I'm so tired. And so I'm like, okay, Lord, help me to stay awake while I'm reading. Um, Mm. And kind of like, what do you want to show me today is the question that I ask Mm. him. What do you want to teach me? Yeah. And so then I'll read. And then sometimes I journal, sometimes I don't. It just depends on timing. But if I do take the time to journal, then I'll just kind of pray what I read. So if something stood out to me and I'm like, oh, I want to implement that in my life, then I'll like pray that scripture over my life. I've Hmm. really been doing that a lot more recently. This year, I'm focusing on reading the gospels just over and over and over again this year. And so I kind of have been picking things to do each year, which obviously not everybody wants to do that, which is totally fine, but that's just kind of what I've done. And it helps me kind of stick to a routine. I like to have something planned out for myself to do, or then I kind of like, I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I going to read today? I have no idea. So I definitely highly recommend some type of plan and the Bible app is great for that. Or you could, you know, pick to read the gospels or you could pick to read the Bible in a year, whatever you feel the Lord's calling you to. Yeah. But that's kind of what my routine looks like right now. And I have been praying in my little prayer closet more within this last month, actually, I got out of the habit of doing that. And so I'm actually doing my quiet time in this little prayer closet that I created now. And then I'll pray the prayers I have up on my wall in the mornings also. That's kind of what my routine looks like. (laughs) 
I love it. I love it. I love that question. You start out your quiet time with every day of just, God, what do you want me to know? What do you want to highlight for me from this? And I think that's so good because I think sometimes we almost go in with the expectation that God's not going to speak through reading his word. Like we low key kind of think that maybe in the back of our mind. Yeah. And so I love coming in with the expectation of, all right, God, there's something in this today that you want to highlight for me and you want to speak to me Mm -hmm. through your living word. And so I think that's so good. And I like love the power of a good testimony of, I don't know, just believing that God can, can speak to you as you read his word and can highlight things for you and that God can actually like answer the questions that you've been longing to have answers to through his word. And so is there any, I don't know, story recently from your life or like moment where it can be something so small, but moment where like God used his word to speak to you and to encourage you or to uplift you and maybe something you were kind of walking through in your life. Any moments you can think of? Yeah. I mean, Honestly, I feel like in some type of way, every morning, the Lord does speak to me. And sometimes it is, you know, not necessarily like it is from his word, but sometimes it's in my little prayer time after where like he'll put a little thought in my head. So I even think about like this morning. So we just have some, we had some hard news come into my family recently. Um, Mm. One of my family members is sick. And so I was, I'm reading in Mark right now. And I was reading in Mark six this morning and just declaring, I was just declaring the healing that Jesus did over so many people over the situation in my family, you know? Mm. And I just felt like he was reminding me like I am healer. And so I just declared like, okay, it was, I think the story, it wasn't the story of when the lady who has like the blood discharge touches him. It's this chapter after that, but it just says that like everybody wanted to touch him and then everybody who Mm. did touch him was healed. And so I was just declaring like, okay, Lord, you say people were able to touch you and they were healed. And so I'm declaring that healing over my family member situation, you know? And Mm. so I'll just take things that tangibly and then pray over them. And so that's a way that I felt like the Lord spoke to me this morning was just like, I am healer and I can heal. And I also just felt like he's like, and I'm still good, even if, you know, it doesn't happen. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's a tangible way. I feel like the Lord spoke to me this morning through his word. But there's been so many other moments, obviously, that I just can't think of off the top of my head at the moment. (laughs) (laughs) It's so easy for to forget those things, right? To be like, all of a sudden, you're not spending time in the word and you're like, oh, do I even believe that's true anymore? You know, do I believe that God heals or do I believe he's going to provide for me or that he's going to show up for me in these ways? And so when you are reading the word every morning, oh my gosh, those truths just come back to you and it's, it's so, so powerful and shapes your every day. Hey girl, it's Ken's. If you're listening to this episode and you're like, oh, I just cannot get started. This is a waste of time. Well, I want you to not feel that way and give you a little discount code to purchase one of our Bible studies for 15% off. You can use the code FTG. 
fam and grab yourself one of the Bible studies. There's truly no better way to kick start your time with Jesus than grabbing a Bible study and doing it every single morning. Sometimes the big old Bible can just feel a little daunting and having something to guide you through it changes everything. So head to ForTheGirl.com, use the code FTGFAM to get 15% off a Bible study. So you're reading in the Gospels. Is there anything else right now that, or maybe this last year that you, I don't know, something that was so cool that spoke to you Mm. in God's word and you just want to share with anybody listening who's dragging (laughs) their feet, getting back into it? You're like, no, wait, but listen to this. This is like such a cool part of what he does. Yeah, I've been in awe of the way Jesus treated women when he walked. So I'm, I just read... Let's, I'm reading them backwards. So I read John <laughs> and then I read Luke and now I'm in Mark. <laughs> like, wait, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, what's that backwards? So good. Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and I truly am just in awe of hmm. like Jesus empowered woman. And I'm just in this season right now of learning and navigating what it means to be a woman in ministry and a woman who is Mm. preaching and a woman who is declaring the voice of the Lord and obviously wanting to do what the Bible says. And so I've been focusing on Jesus's relationships with women and, oh, it's so amazing. Like there's one, I don't know these, where they're at off the top of my head, but it's in Luke or John where Jesus sends out his 12 disciples to go and preach, but he also sends three women with them and it names the three women that he sends with them. But it's just this tiny little detail that's like slipped in. That's like, okay, Jesus sent his disciples to go preach. And he sent these three women to go with them also Mm -hmm. and do the same. And then I was just in awe too of when Jesus rises from the dead. The first person he shows himself to is Mary Magdalene. The first person he shows himself to is literally a woman. And then he tells her to go and tell the disciples what she saw. And so he tells her to go and use her voice and tell the disciples what she saw. He didn't show himself to a man first. He didn't, you know, say, okay, keep this to yourself and then wait for me to go and tell the disciples that I'm risen from the dead. You know, he holding her to go and do it. And so I've really just been sitting with that recently and just been like, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, Jesus, you love women and you love our voices and our voices matter. And so, yeah, if you want to be excited about anything, read all the stories of Jesus with women in the Gospels and your your mind will be yeah. blown. <laughs> yeah, that's so good. So good. Okay, Allison, I saw that you put out a resource recently. I wish I knew exactly what it was, but I know there was like a free resource that people could get. Will you give us a teaser? Because it has to do with reading the Bible, right? Yeah, I actually have two resources. I have one that is all my favorite like Bible resources that I use. So it's a study Bible okay. that I use the journal that I use and some other like highlighters, like all that kind of little things. But then I have another one that is how to make the Bible a number one priority in your life. And so it has a little seven day reading plan. And then it talks about like five kind of disciplines that I do to make reading the Bible a priority in my life. And yeah, they're free. They're in my um, link in my bio on Instagram. 
Yeah. Can you give us a teaser of some of those disciplines? I would love to hear a little bit more of that. And then we can include the actual link in our show notes as well for people to get the resource. Yeah. So I know one of them is just like kind of what I shared earlier is one praying for the Lord to instill the hunger within you to want to read your Bible. And then it's like scheduling the time in your day. So actually being like, okay, I'm setting my alarm at 6 a.m. instead of 6.30 because I'm going to spend this 30 minutes with the Lord. Or I'm not going to watch TV from 8.30 to 9 because that's when I'm spending my time with the Lord. So it's actually scheduling it in your mind and knowing this is the time that I'm going to give the Lord because he's deserving of every single second of our time, truly. And so when we intentionally set aside that time, it's such a holy time set aside. And then also, like I said earlier, just praying before you read is such a helpful way to kind of just like shift your mind onto what you're going to be doing and inviting the Lord in to speak to you rather than just like, oh, I'm just going to read to get it done, you know, because a lot of times we can kind of make it a chore Mm -hmm. or be like, I just want to check this off my checklist, but that's not what the Lord deserves. You know, he deserves our utmost attention. And so if we could just say a 10 second prayer before we read, then our whole mind mind set and perspective can change for when we do read. So I know that's three of the tips that I have in there. I'm kind of forgetting the other two now. Top of my head. (laughs) (laughs) That's perfect. That's so helpful. Okay. So if you're struggling getting the word, you definitely download that resource. That is so, so helpful. I'm just listening to this so impressed. Like number one, because you're juggling a lot. You're not just doing the ministry thing, but you're also a part of your church in a really big way. And you have another whole job being a nurse, which I know that Mm. is not an easy job. And you're making time to be in God's word. And it's the sweetest conviction for me because Mm. I know Mac and I, we don't, we just get to do the ministry part. And sometimes it's hard for me to get in the word. We don't have kids. (laughs) We don't even, we don't have much going on and we can't do it some days. And so, gosh, I'm really inspired. And I think that also um, is going to inspire so many people listening to this episode that are like, wait, but you don't know my life or I have a lot going on. And this is just really, really difficult for me. And I just really do believe that no matter It can be a small amount of time, but just like communing with him every day is so, so important and will change the people around Mm. you and it will change your every day and bring you so much peace and it's something you don't want to miss. Yeah. So thank you for sharing. Yeah. You're the best. How can we follow along? I know Instagram, is there anything else that you want to shout out? Anything? Uh, yes. Instagram, definitely where I hang out the most. And, you know, trying the TikTok thing is really hard, but we're trying. <laughs> I feel <laughs> and you. And then I also have my, <laughs> I wrote a devotional journal that was published last year. And it's, it's really helpful for anybody that's wanting to kind of be more excited about being in the word if you are creative or you like to journal because I give you know scripture is in it as well as a little devotional and then there's like fun questions that you can dive deep into and some creative activities and challenges within it and that's also called words are golden so super easy you just type it in on Amazon <laughs> but <laughs> that's a Bible awesome. study to help with your quiet time <laughs> 
Perfect. Yes. Perfect. Okay. Yes. We'll have all that in the show notes for you guys so you can get access to it super quickly. And thank you so much, Allison. This was so fun. So, so fun, fun just to talk and to chat and just, I don't know, hear a little bit more about your story and your heart for scripture. It was so encouraging. So we love you guys and we will see you next week. <laughs>